Episode 43. On today's show, Stephanie embarks on a liquor-fueled boating jaunt, Simone asks her mother why she believes in the Bible, and is a Masters in Divinity a bit of a joke. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? Kind of shitty, because I just got this email from this guy who was being mean to me about my Mark Driscoll petition. What a dickhole. What did this dickhole do? Mark Driscoll... I know. He, I, Mark Driscoll has a lot of really loyal followers, like a lot of cult leaders do. So I got an email from this guy about my petition that I'm part of to um, get Liberty University to disinvite Mark Driscoll from speaking. And um, this guy named John B. Carpenter, with all these credentials after his name, emailed me and he goes, Stephanie Drury, leave Mark Driscoll alone. We're taking a group to see him and we don't appreciate your attempts to suppress the preaching of God's word. Repent. Sincerely, John B. Carpenter, MDiv, Master of Theology, PhD. So I wrote him back and I was trying to be nice. I go, hi, John. Thanks for writing with your concerns about our petition. We're a group dedicated to helping spiritual abuse victims and to seeing Mark Driscoll's influence significantly decreased. We're also interested in staying in the room with disagreement and having dialogue with those that the church would deem outsiders. So I wrote all this stuff, was talking about emotional abuse and spiritual devastation, devastation we've seen coming out of Mars Hill Church and the Acts 29 Church Network and um, people in counseling community that we're dealing with these things. And so um, and I explained all that and I go, thanks for your concern and fight for truth to be exposed for the sake of freedom and healing. Stephanie Drury, MA, MDiv, Master of Theology, PhD, DDS, Esquire. That's how I signed it. Because I had to top his long list of credentials. That was a very so. nice response that you gave, even though he was a Thanks. dick in I listing feel- all these credentials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that, you know, okay, he might be kind of calm if he replies, but no, he wrote me back and he goes, Hi, Stephanie. By your own admission, your goal to see Mark Driscoll's influence significantly decreased. I believe that comes first. Then you go looking for accusations to help you do that. Please repent of your rumor mongering and find something productive to do. I don't believe you care about truth or the sake of Jesus Christ. Please repent and deal with your own problems. Sincerely, John B. Carpenter, MDiv, Master of Theology, PhD. So I wrote him back and I go, Hello, John. I only repent when instructed to do so by the properly credentialed authorities. (laughs) And I think you're a giant dick, actually. In his grip. Stephanie Drury, MA, MDiv, THM, PhD, DDS, Esquire, WebMD, DOND. <laughs> Good on you. What a piece of shit. He forgot so to leave off his, he left off his doctorate of dickery in his credential list. <laughs> and what's, what's MDiv? Master of Divinity. Master of Divinity. So it's like a kind of... What is that? Theological sort of field. It sounds like I know, I know, Master of Theology I get, but the M did the Master of Divinity. It just sounds like some fruity, weird, uh, hippie, new age thing. Something from It sounds Hogwarts. very new age, and it sounds like an ice cream flavor. <laughs> I can't take that seriously. Yeah. Master of Divinity. No, there's this candy. It's totally Southern that my grandma would make, and um, it's called Divinity. I'll make it for you. Oh, what's in it? Because I think that you'll dig it. There's um, egg white. Oh, yeah, you're you're not vegan. You can eat egg whites. Yes, I can. And it's just basically egg whites and vanilla. Oh. 
and you whip it really hard and then you drop it on the counter in little spoonfuls and it gets it's just like heaven it's just like pure sugar it's like meringue in your Yum. mouth you know count me in for Yum. some of that sounds good Yay. and you said there's whipped cream in it <laughs> No, it looks exactly like whipped oh, it cream, looks like whipped cream, it dries really but hard. it's egg white, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, whipped cream, I've been drinking lots and lots of whipped cream vodka lately. And um, um, yeah, and they don't have it here in Australia. I have to bring my own bottle. Um, but yeah, it sounds weird, but I really like mixing it with grape, <laughs> fresh grapefruit juice. And it's so yummy. So uh, well, I highly recommend it. I know, it's weird. I ended up trying it because um, I was really into having absolute mandarin and grapefruit juice. And that's citrus on citrus. So you'd think that's a nice marriage. And I went to a party and there was grapefruit juice, um, but they had vanilla vodka. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I'll give Yum. it a try. So I mixed it and I took a sip. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about this, but I made it, so I'll keep drinking it. I'll finish it. And then by the time I was done, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. So I just kept making those all night until I was really drunk. And then when I got the whipped cream vodka, I thought, well, this is in the family of the vanilla. So, yeah, so that works too. So pinnacle uh, whipped cream vodka. Family of vanilla. And do you know what other flavor they have? They have cookie dough. So, yes. Stop yeah, it. I saw it just before I left for Australia. So when I get back, I'm going to be getting the, the cookie dough flavor. And they also have cotton candy, which I have not tried. So, uh, oh my yes, God, that's the dream. To I think Don Tini needs a sponsorship from this company. We do actually. Funny you say that because I did try. I did contact the company about getting samples <laughs> for us to do an on-air <laughs> taste test, and uh, they did reply and said they'd pass it on to the local distributor. But I never heard back from them. <laughs> Because they all oh, come weird. in giant bottles. I just wanted a bunch of <laughs> little bottles so we could sample the cotton candy and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Cotton candy is a big commitment. What yeah. if you don't like it? But That's a big commitment. Yeah. That's like totally risky. <laughs> yeah, but I had the cake flavor as well, and that was good. And they also had oh, had uh, okay. they had gummy, but I'm not really interested in gummy-flavored vodka. So oh, That's kind of weird flavor. Yes, cookie dough, uh, cotton candy, here I come. Do you know what we call cotton candy in Australia? What? Fairy floss. <laughs> fairy floss? That's so, That's so gay. It's very gay. Very, very, very food. gay. Um, now, you <laughs> went to a, a hipster party on Saturday night. So this must have been a, a yeah, jolly good time for you. It was my friend... It was really fun. It was my friend John's 30th birthday, but I have to say it was the most hipster cliche party I've ever been to in my life. Um, we, I walked in, and there were people playing... <laughs> a ukulele and a banjo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right <in the> <laughs> Were they wearing straw hats? Oh, I probably. There was like fedoras <laughs> everywhere and, you know, like the, um, like dre cut off dress pants with like dress socks and hoodies and, you know, I mean, these people are all in bands and they're in their 20s in Seattle. So that's what I, that's what I get for being in my late 30s and showing up at these but I really love my friend John and he's he's really sweet but it was like hands down the yeah super super emo hipster party and um so there's a bonfire in the back and um I ended up sitting next to this guy named Tom who's um he was so much like the dude from Big Lebowski but he was a he was a counselor with like a therapist with my friend John and um he and I like got to talking he was so awesome and he started to tell his breakup story. John Totten was like, oh, Tom, you have to tell everyone your breakup story. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, this was back in the 80s. And um, I broke up with this lady and went inside to go on a cruise with another lady. And um, the one I broke up with found out about it and called a bomb threat onto the <gasps> boat. And they... <laughs> That's so illegal. <laughs> wow. I know. And so <laughs> the ship had to dock and they had to be evacuated. And it was totally his ex who did it. Wow. <laughs> 
Did she go to prison for that? I don't know. He goes, I don't know whatever happened about that. I just tried to stay away from her. Oh, see, that's, I don't understand that. I would be, you know, desperate to know what happened after that if I was involved in such a thing. I would be like, yeah, I know. I it's such know a guy happened. thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get that. Do not get that at all. That's just male. No, I Completely think there's plenty male. of, oh, there's like, so many gossipy, curious bitch men. It. Come on. It's, that's just weird. It's not Seriously. male. It's fucking weird. <laughs> a friend of mine called a bomb threat into school um, uh, into school once I think, just because he didn't want to go that day <laughs> oh. yeah but unfortunately well, was it was a disappointing because like I think they, they figured it all out before school even started so when I got there like there was nothing had happened like there were other times you know when everyone gets sent out and you have to wait while they you know the police come and everything but this time like he got in trouble and everything and they didn't even stop school for it because they traced the call <gasps> He called from his house. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. How much trouble did he get in? I think he was nearly uh, suspended or expelled, but he somehow got out of it. But yeah, he was in massive trouble. I think he got a bunch of detentions. He got something for it, but yeah. Because it's a, prob mm. probably because it didn't cause as much trouble as it could have, I think he, he kind of got away with it. So, oh, okay. yeah. Um, now, uh, you also went to uh, to the lake uh, on Sunday, is that correct? Well, yeah, my friend um, Chrissy um, has this boat she calls the Honey Bucket. <laughs> it's this like, little, it's this totally nice boat, but she calls it the Honey Bucket. It's so funny. And for international and listeners, Honey Buckets are a uh, uh, brand yeah. of uh, porta potty. <laughs> I know, exactly. I think that's kind of what the reference is. Yeah, that's what I assumed, like. but I didn't think, uh, I didn't think uh, everybody in other countries would know that. Oh yeah, no. This is, this <laughs> is an totally international program, um, Stephanie. We need to make it listenable for people from all walks of yeah, life. Yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> Honey Bucket is a brand of outhouse. Is that the word? Does everyone know what that I is? Call it port no, it's, I would term call it a porta potty. So we went on the boat because um, this was the first time all year in Seattle it's gotten above 70 degrees uh. and there were <laughs> no clouds. It was like the perfect, beautiful day, and Seattle was losing its shit. Like, every time it snows, every time it's sunny, Seattle freaks the fuck out. And so everyone was on the lake. And so we went there. I went with Chrissy and Jen. And we usually do Mean Girls brunch together where we we just started calling it Mean Girls because we end up, like, talking about everyone's stupid status updates <laughs> on our page. <laughs> like, like, you know, old friends that we had back when we were really into church that... Um, you know, the ones who are married and have kids now or are still in the church will, will make their status things like, I'm so blessed to have such a lovely, servant-hearted, hot husband who's up there on the roof fixing the shingles and, oh. you know, all their statuses about their hot husband and how they're blessed. And we're just like, ah! So, so gross. Instead of block them or unfriend them or hide them, no, we talk about yeah. them. <laughs> so anyway, that was Mean Girls Brunch. It's good that you can get something out of it rather than yes. just fucking <laughs> aggravation. It does feel cathartic, so we sit around and talk about it, and um, we went out on the boat, and Chrissy's like, I didn't wax. Am I offending you with my sideburns? <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and um, so we were, we turned off the boat in the middle of the lake, and we're right by the Sleepless in Seattle house, actually, I should mention, which I'm always kind of fascinated by. Like, I, I loved that movie long before I moved here, and so. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's a gay movie to like, but whatever, I always like it. It's on TV. So we turn off the motor on the boat, and it was floating, we're floating, 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 we're drinking champagne, we're floating, floating, floating. Started to realize we're getting really close to these, like, really super nice boats, like, full-on yachts that are just right docked on the edge. And so Chrissy's like, oh, shit, when we realized where we were, and she tries to turn the engine over. It wouldn't turn <gasps> over. 
we're like, ha, ah, ah, ha, and we're like, you know, wakes, so, you know, boats are going by and we're riding the wake and getting faster and faster, ever closer to this nice shiny yachts. And so she goes, grab me, I need to grab my boat hook. And she picked up the stick that's like totally like a big cane that has like a rubber tip at the end. Uh-huh. And she's like, stand back! And like, we got really close to a yacht and she just poked it and like shoved the boat away from it. Like we we're totally going manual with it. <laughs> she's like running running from one end of the boat to the other because it would like kind of doing a three-point turn. And, and oh, we were so close to causing like thousands of dollars of damage Jesus to these nice boats. And so she totally saved the day and Yay. then we got, we got out of there. But it was so fun and I got sunburned and it was like the best time. Excellent. Because... Yeah, you never get sunburned here. So yeah, right. Something to get excited about. <laughs> Just wind burn, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So how's it been going with your mom in Australia? Oh, it's been going good. Yeah, hanging out with my parents. My they, my dad has like built a conservatory. Well, he had it built uh, like an extension out of the living room. So it's this nice room oh, cool. that's got like a like a clear uh, roof ceiling to it. So it emits all this light and yeah, it's just a nice warm place to like sit and read. So I've really been enjoying hanging out there and hanging out with the with the parents. But um, but the other night, uh, somehow mom and I ended up on a yeah. I think we were just talking about other things, and then it ended up into some sort of you know uh, theological discussion. I think, and I said something about being an atheist, and I said I'm an atheist before, but I think she was in denial because she just sort of mm. took a draw of big breath. So what is it that makes you think that there's nothing? Like, it was this real kind of, who do you think you are kind of kind of thing, but, you know, I was like, whoa! I was, like, ready to pull pull out, you know, pull out big guns. But anyway, no, I, I kept it I kept it very respectful, and we, like, talked about stuff like two hours, but, oh, but you know, because she, she's one of these people that, you know, she's, like, totally, like, everything's in the Bible. I don't really know what it says, but uh, I trust yeah. it. And, and, I, and so, you know, obviously, as I've said before, you know, I've learned a lot about you know being respectful and and stuff and just from dealing with you and talking to you and realizing I don't have to be such a fucking dick about everything so I because <laughs> I used to have these conversations with her and I'd be much more of a dick whereas this time I was just proposing like like listener Danny said you know mm-hmm. respectfully but not apologetically so I just mm-hmm. say like why why the Bible she's like I just feel like there's so many unanswered things and there must be a higher power and I was like I understand that but why mm-hmm. is that related to the Bible why do you think that, that higher power thing is connected to that book Mm-hmm. And then she said, well, because I was raised mm-hmm. a Christian. And I said, but that, that that's not a good reason because other people are raised in all other religions. And then she's like, but then I became an adult and I could have chosen anything. And I'm like, seriously, where do people, how often do people really change out of what they are completely immersed in? You didn't weigh everything up and then make that choice, you know? And it's just, it's just interesting yeah. because if somebody posed that question to me, if someone said you've only had vanilla ice cream your whole life, there's other flavors. Oh no, you know I'm an adult. I could try anything I want. I I, I just like this. I'd be you know I'd be missing yeah. out. There is chocolate, goddammit, chocolate. There's chocolate peanut butter zigzag for Christ's sake. There's so many good things. So it's sort of like that, and you know, and, and it's just interesting because if somebody posed that to me, I'd be like ding 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 ding. Oh my god, I have so much more to think about. But it's just she's like, well, I'll just keep finding it in the Bible. But she doesn't understand when the Bible was written, and you know, I said something about yeah. the Gospels. I said the you know the earliest Gospels in my understanding and I think it's commonly understood is like 60 years after Jesus died and she says oh where did you hear that who said that like she's automatically defending the Bible without knowing she's like oh who is this person that said that I said I think it's commonly 
believe that that's to be the case. I'm not, it's not just one crackpot guy, but she's just automatically on the Bible defensive without even knowing how it was canonized or anything. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, but she wants to learn. She's going to start taking Bible studies. And I'm said, I'm like, go for it. Like, I'm all for wow. her knowing and knowing what she's yeah. talking about, you know. So that would be interesting because it's really difficult to have a conversation with somebody when they don't know why they're defending something. And I'm sure you're so used to people like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I just remember one of my things that stands out to me in, when I was in that one of the group therapy things is they would say, um, you're doing a really good job with whatever um, people are challenging you on, and that's really difficult to do. You know, and, and other people would be like, really, I am? It's that difficult? And they're like, well, yeah, because you've had your, you know, what you what you are believing, your worldview now is your scaffolding, you know, it's your construct. And yeah. when someone shines doubt onto that, that can be really devastating. Yeah. And they're like, it's very common for people to get very cagey. Like, that's kind of the natural response. And so they, I just, I remember being kind of like, oh, wow, you know, that's nice that, you know, I'm in this room with people who are like able to do that. And um, it's nice to know that it's, it's a rare thing, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently that people can do that. But yeah, um, it's amazing. You know, how maybe people, not rare, but it takes a lot of work. It does take so. because it's amazing how people are willing to not put the same scrutiny on on their religious scaffolding that they'll put on everything else in their whole life it's like you would be distrustful yeah. of this 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 and this but you're not going to critique something you're supposedly you know basing your whole life around you're not going to look at it that with that much scrutiny it's very strange but very very common yeah so um but yeah i think i had a nice conversation with my mom and it was just very thought-provoking sounds and, like yeah it. so um you know she, I mean, ultimately, I think she's like, she's like, there's things I don't understand, and you're, and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to not understand everything. Whereas she's like, she, she did this thing where she gets this twist in her mouth, like, well, I've got you now, kind of thing. Not that we were ever fighting like that, and she was, she only did that a couple of times, but just like, well, why doesn't science have an answer for blah blah blah? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like. I'm like science just because it doesn't have every answer for you today because just because you're alive and you yeah. want to know doesn't mean it's failed I was like because really it drives me nuts when people use the internet technology which is derived from science to talk about how science is bullshit like I just hurts my head that fucking really hurts my yeah. head when people are like rah, rah, science science is bullshit I'm like oh okay fine yeah, go 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 chisel go chisel that opinion in stone because that's that's uh, that's that's where you're coming from. You know, it's like not it doesn't make sense. Who says science is bullshit? Well, these people like, are just think, oh, science that? doesn't have all the answers. People shouldn't trust science. It's like you're. I we got into a into a debate with uh, with a pastor on on Kate Jones's blog because uh, she was t chatting with really? him and she's like, oh, you want to come and join this? So I was reading it and we, again, it was a nice, respectful exchange of ideas. But he kind of started to get a bit a bit numb. Nasty to, not nasty, but a little, a little more uh, antagonistic yeah. towards the end. And then he was saying something like, like he's the real skeptic because he doesn't trust science. And you know he, that, that we're yeah. putting too much faith in science. I said I'm only putting faith in what I, what I can observe, the same parameters I use to judge everything else. You know, like that's all I'm mm -hmm. doing. You know, and and I said if you're mm -hmm. using, I said you're, you're you're trusting science right now because you're using the internet <laughs> no, to, you're to typing you're, you're, you're believing, you're observing what <laughs> I've just said, and you're responding to it. So at this moment you are trusting your own observations and you're trusting science so yeah and then he kind of yeah. dipped out of the conversation politely after that so <laughs> 
I think I, I like to think I nailed him. But yeah, so people using science, using the internet to dis science is kind of retarded. It's very yeah, retarded. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's maddening. Yeah. Gosh. So, um, uh, let's see. Now you had um, a review from Amazon that you wanted to, to use. I suppose we could call this a reading from the heart. I do. I have a very special reading from the heart Yay. today because um, sometimes I, I go on these internet searches that lead down a total rabbit hole and I don't remember how I got there and I think I'm saying this to disclaim the fact that I'm a giant pervert and I was looking at lube on Amazon. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I swear I didn't start out going, I think I started out because some gay guy was telling me about gun oil and how that's a kind of like a gay, a lube marketed to the bear community, <laughs> to bears, gay bears, so big hairy gay guys. Um, so anyway, I was dying laughing. I was LOSing in my seat at work looking at this. Um, probably shouldn't have been looking at work, whatever. Um, so it's called gun oil, and here's the description. Gun oil is the premium lubricant that keeps a man's most important weapon well-oiled. If the military issued a lube, this is what they distribute with the condoms and artillery. This silicone-based lube keeps a private's parts well-lubricated for a longer-lasting slicker ride. <laughs> It went on and on, and then, then came the reviews, and this was the top review. It goes, Gun oil is simply the best lube I've used. It turns whatever you've put it on into a wet and wild slip and slide of your pleasure. <laughs> Never fear if you're pulling an all-nighter. Gun oil's got your back. Um, the 32-ounce pump is a slightly embarrassing size, but the kids don't even know what it is if we happen to leave it by the bedside. They must think I like to keep my guns well-oiled. <laughs> But after some use, I have two tips to offer if you've never used gun oil before. Number one, if you get this stuff on a doorknob, you are trapped. Trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, take care not to get this stuff on hardwood floors. You will die. <laughs> wow. So I was just shaking in my seat, thinking about a 32-ounce thing. That's like a Coke bottle or yes. <laughs> like a two-liter bottle. Wow. Not that big, but on your bedside. And then you, like, on your back, because you try to open the door and you slip on it <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> You're trapped. It's like classic banana peel slapstick. <laughs> classic slapstick for the gay military and all of us. Totally. Maybe maybe gun oil can sponsor the Dongtini as well. Yes. I would be I'm a great sponsor bidding, to have. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I really want the vodka sponsor. God damn it. So, <laughs> listeners, tell your friends to listen to Dong Teeny. So, the more listeners we have, the more likely we can get free vodka. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not lube. We would never want that. No. <laughs> Um, oh, and I should take this moment to uh, ask people to call the dong line. That's three two three three zero one dong. Yeah, do it. If you play, if you leave a message, we're probably going to put it on here. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So there's some incentive. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get an extra listener. Should we talk about morning pages? Yeah, let's okay. talk about morning pages. Um, Let's talk about morning pages because Simone's and my dear friend Kate, whom we know through Supergrass, um, gave us each a book called The Artist's Way. And she was saying that that has really helped her with tapping into whatever creative stuff she does. She's an actor and she's written screenplays and stuff. And um, so I started doing it and I feel like my mental health really got a lot better after I started wow. doing the morning pages. 
Yeah, because um, it talks about, um, it kind of is a spiritually angled, spiritually based kind of approach to creativity. But I think the big tool that they use are these morning pages where every morning the idea is that you just write three pages stream of consciousness just whatever's in your head just empty it out and um that's supposed to unblock you and i know that's a totally like granola word but yeah. uh, i feel like it super helps to get creativity going or just just whatever you were worried about like all the stupid dumb stuff about life that you know you have to deal with every day if you can just kind of get that out of your head first thing in the morning i feel like my whole day goes way better so. yeah you know, Have I've you always been... enjoyed it when I've done it, but I, I'm so bad at making time for doing things that are good for me, like the morning pages. No. So, know. you know, my, my, you know, I really enjoy sleeping. I, I shower at night rather than in the morning because I just do the bare minimum <laughs> me in the too. morning. So, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I don't want to waste any time in the morning. <laughs> no, no. I have my morning schedule like down to the millisecond. So, you know, throwing in 25 minutes to do morning pages, not going to happen. So it's really hard. So if, if at best I could do like afternoon pages, but I should really try and do them in my lunch break every day. That would at least mm -hmm. do them. That would help. And I'm not even really awake till then any, anyways. So yeah. yeah. I, I, it, but anytime I have done it, I felt really good about it, you know, and it just gets yeah. the stuff out. And, and it's weird because it's not really like a diary because you're not trying to say you know give it give a detail of what's been going on necessarily you can if you right. want to but it's more just writing something just you know and it, it's about whatever but it's just about just letting stuff out you know so yeah, yeah it's, it's a really good tool and um if you're an idiot like me you just won't make the time to do that you'll spend your lunchtime <laughs> watching the amazing race on your cell phone <laughs> Picturing you in your car on your tea break watching the American race on your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, awesome. I had it. I have the, the phone set in the steering wheel. Like I can sit it so I can <laughs> pop it up. And then I plug the, I have like a cassette adapter so it plays through the speakers. And then I had the windows open because it was a nice day. And I thought, this is going to be really embarrassing if somebody comes near my car and hears the dynamic, <laughs> amazing race music coming out of my car. <laughs> just like yeah it's pretty embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there you go but morning pages people will will link to some information about morning pages and you should do them instead of watching the amazing race at lunchtime yeah so, and when people yeah. um when people ask me about anxiety or you know just problems in general like you know a relationship or something i always say you should do these things called morning pages <laughs> yeah. because i feel like day after day like if you get your getting stuff you know on the paper then you can kind of notice a pattern you're like oh maybe i could change that or you know ah. this is really bothering me here's something that keeps showing up and you know it's just a way to sort sort it out because it gets all messy in your head so definitely definitely yeah yeah good old morning pages actually i was somewhere and people were uh, uh, I was at a party and I think some people were talking about the artist's way in morning pages and kind of a laughing like oh do the do the artist's really? way do morning pages and kind of laughing but it, the fact was that they had done it and I think they thought it was funny but it's it's funny and oh, helpful yeah. you know I don't think they were totally dissing it but it was a little funny that it's like a thing people yeah. do <laughs> well there's the other tool the other main tool is called the artist date and I can't I just can't bring myself to, to do that exactly, or at least do it and call it the artist date where you take I yourself know, out yes. to a movie or to a museum. 
I know. I did it once, but it was like mm -hmm. I was sort of going with other people. So there were other people there. But, you know, you get to an art gallery often, you separate and kind of do your own thing and meet up. So I was kind of, you know, treating it like that. And I really liked mm -hmm. it. But um, even while I was doing it, I was like, oh, can I really make myself do this like once a week or even once a month, you know? But I really mm -hmm. liked it, you know, and I do love going to art galleries. So, and you know, there's tons of good stuff in LA to, to investigate. So, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just kind of hard to, to make yourself go on a, when I went that few times, there's so many good things to do in LA, but it's kind of hard to make yourself go on this thing that you're gonna do for yourself, just for like creative, you know, energy or whatever you get out of it. You know, it's, 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 it's hard to allow yourself to do that for some reason, which is kind of sad. I don't know why. Yeah, I was talking to someone else I know who's a therapist. She's she's older. She's kind of a grandmotherly type. And she was like, yeah, the morning pages are a discipline. And she goes, yeah. and I like that she said it. I felt like, okay, that makes me feel better about the struggle that it is for me to do it every day. You know, she's like, how often do you, goes, do, it? But do you really do it every day? I really do it every day. And sometimes wow. I do at least one page, but not always three. Oh, but, um, see, if I, maybe that's my problem. If I, I think I can't do three, maybe if I just did one. Yeah. Because three is great yeah. if you can do it. But maybe if I just said you just got to do one, maybe I'd be more likely to do it. Yeah, so, you might. That's a but fly lady it's funny because I. That is a fly it lady is, tactic. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. I do the 15 Make minute it. increments. It takes me like 15 minutes to write one page. I know you're faster than me, but um, yeah, so I do the fly lady 15 minutes. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, but yeah, this lady, she also said, she goes, um, morning pages are a, are a way I take care of myself. And I like oh. that she said that. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because mostly we're very bad at taking care of ourselves. So I think that's a, that's a good quality. I think you're right. Cool. And I'm looking at this full glass of water on my bedside table. It's been there for like an hour and I haven't drank it yet. So. <laughs> I don't think I've had any water in the week and a half I've been here. <laughs> It's been, all, all, it's been so much beer, uh, vodka, and uh, energy drinks. Oh, oh, and my mom makes the best iced coffee, so I've been drinking those. She puts like does? a shit ton of sugar and condensed oh, milk, yum. and um, <gasps> and uh, and then uh, almond essence on top of uh, oh, she's poured the milk. Shit. It's so fucking good. So. Sounds good. Yeah, she actually yesterday she was like, I'm worried, are you having too much sugar? I'm like, I don't have these all the time. Just keep them coming. <laughs> keep them coming. <laughs> Shut up and like one a day. I had two. I had two a day one time, and then and she's been getting worried. I'm like, it's gonna be nice. done next week. That's so funny. So, yeah. I want to come so. visit. Your mom's so cute. Yes. I wish you could. Okay. Well, I think that's all we got, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all deeply and strongly and truly. And please call the Dong Mail. It's three zero one. No wait. No. It's three two three three zero one. D-O-N-G. Dong is in wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Dong is in wiener. Oh we love you. Thanks for listening. Um, Till next time. Bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. Bye.